0: Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Critically analyzing global affairs. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank goodness it's Friday. It is the end of the week. And... Every day is just crazy, man. We are in the thick of it. Uh, I usually use one of my Twitter accounts for my news feed, which I curate. But this morning I got thrown into the algorithm ghetto, baby. For what? (laughs) All I did was post the official U.S. government video clip of their recent... Nuclear ICBM test launch. I, ju- I just posted that clip, and and what did they tell me for posting U.S. government ICBM launch clip? It said uh, I w- I violated Twitter rules against posting or sharing privately produced, distributed, or privately produced or distributed intimate media of someone without their express consent. Is there some sort of like? Innuendo here, I'm not, like, getting. You know, ICBM missile is is intimate private parts of the U.S. government. Like, (laughs) so for half a day, I can't access my Twitter account. Anyways, life goes on without (laughs) Twitter. Um, Yeah, so, well, and speaking of um, algorithm ghetto, again, more news coming out of Asia. Laos begins their digital currency trial with Japanese blockchain company. And really the kicker here is it says that around 70%, that's a lot, majority of the Laotian population has no bank account. Good on you guys. Uh, if, If you can not have a bank account, do it. And it says that a digital currency would let people pay at the store or transfer money by scanning a QR code on their smartphones. What if you don't have a smartphone? Uh, anyways, regardless of whether they have a bank account, it could reduce the cost of remittances from workers overseas, it says. How nice. And they say that Laos and Cambodia also see CBDCs as key to their economic Security. I see them as keys to the totalitarian state. Or was it Snowden that said it's turnkey tyranny? That's what he said. Turnkey tyranny, where you can install this system. It's all you know, rainbows and unicorns and and flowers. You know the first couple days, and then up, oh, someone turns the key, and we go from u- utopian uh, metaverse to dystopia so that's what's going on a lot of geopolitical military news absolutely crazy by all reasonable accounts it does look like that we are continuing the slide into world war three spacex has curbed ukraine's use of starlink internet for drones they're saying that. Starlink was never meant to be weaponized to be u- used, you know, for uh, different aspects of the, the the military conflict, such as you know launching drones into Russia and whatnot. And so they said that they have uh, they're cutting, I guess, Starlink for Ukraine. Maybe Elon Musk doesn't want to be guilty, uh, you know, in, in um, be a, a participant to the World War III conflict. So. I mean, you can take that signal any which way you like. Um, We've also got, again, this was just come out yesterday, although not terribly new news, but Ukraine's rocket campaign is reliant on U.S. precision targeting. Ukrainian officials say they almost never launch HIMARS rounds without detailed coordinates provided by U.S. military personnel situated elsewhere in Europe. I mean, this is practically direct conflict, direct war between U.S. and Russia. We're a half step away from full-blown World War III. Many of my expert guests are attesting to this. On my podcast, Stephen Starr said it. Uh, I'm uploading another one today. A financial expert says the same thing. (sighs) It's not looking good, people. It is not looking good at all. And on top of that, political and military figures in Germany have suggested a return of compulsory military service after the new defense minister described the 2011 phase out of general conscription as a mistake. Was it Denmark uh, that introduced or wants to introduce mandatory military service for females, gender equality? And now, Germany wants to bring back compulsory military service. Can you read the writing on the wall? The writing is on the wall. A reminder that it would be fantastic if you supported TNT Radio on the social media, Big Tech and Alt Tech. Follow TNT Radio on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, GabGetter odyssey rumble youtube and we might be on some other places uh, that's one free and easy way to help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time right here on tnt radio the stories affecting you they cover the important story today's news talk radio tnt i guess we did not see this one coming a department inside the u.s government said that it is investigating Senor Captain Elon Musk's brain implant company Neuralink for its potential violation of a very specific federal law. Uh, I didn't know we were still following laws, but okay. Here to tell us exactly which department is doing the investigation and exactly what Neuralink is accused of doing. Joining me is TNT Radio News
2: producer Adam Clark. A.K.A. Ruckus. This is bizarre, Hervori. I don't know if there's anything there here or here there. I don't know how to say that. But um, maybe they're just trying to go after Elon because they're trying to have a proxy war against him for what he did on Twitter. I don't know. But this is fascinating. Uh, It's the U.S. Department of Transportation. uh, And they want to hit Neuralink up. uh, They're scrutinizing them over potentially... Illegal Movement of Hazardous Pathogens. What? So, yeah, a DOT spokesperson told Reuters about the probe after the Physicians Committee of Responsible Medicine, the PCRM, an animal welfare advocacy group, wrote to Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg earlier on Thursday to alert it of records obtained on the matter. PCRM said it obtained emails and other documents that suggest unsafe packaging and movement of implants that had been removed from the brains of monkeys. This is really starting to sound like a bizarre, badly written script already, but yep, these implants may have carried infectious diseases, which is in violation of federal law, PCRM said. The DOT spokesman said the agency took PCRM's allegations very seriously. The spokesperson said, quote, We are conducting an investigation to ensure that Neuralink is in full compliance with federal regulations and keeping their workers and the public safe from potentially dangerous pathogens, quote. Representatives for Neuralink, including Musk, Did not respond to comment requests. Uh, In case you're wondering, this is coming from the Epoch Times. Uh, The DOT probe adds to the scrutiny facing Neuralink, which is developing a brain implant, of course, which it hopes will help paralyzed people walk again and cure other neurological ailments. Um, among other things, I'm sure. In December, Reuters reported that Neuralink has been under a federal investigation over potential animal, animal welfare violations, and I think we reported on that here, uh, and that some of its staff made internal complaints about experiments being rushed, causing needless suffering and deaths. Uh, so the letter said records that the group obtained showed instances of pathogens, such as antibiotic-resistant Staphylococcus and herpes B virus that may have been transported without proper containment measures. Scary, I guess. The incidents that involved potential breaches of hazardous material, here's where it gets interesting. Regulations happened in 2019 when Neuralink relied on University of California Davis to help carry out its experiments on primates. This is according to these documents. When uh, Neuralink's partnership with UC Davis ended in 2020, PCRM said the company continues to employ the neurosurgeon who oversaw the experiments and other staff involved may also still be employed. Um, Reuters reviewed the records cited by PCRM in his letter. It is unclear whether further records exist that provide a different or fuller account of what happened Uh, PCRM obtained these records from UC Davis through public information requests, and Neuralink messages and records not shared with UC Davis are not subject to such information requests. So there could be something to this. I'm not exactly sure. Um, It certainly goes on here. But what do you think? you think they're really worried about uh the, the danger to public health is this like one of those kind of spins is this an attack on elon is this just the PETA crowd getting angry because of the monkeys what do you think
1: i think there is something uh to this you know I, i'm glad the u.s government wants to make sure we are properly and safely mind controlled uh with this Neuralink device who knows maybe there i mean There still probably are some heroes within the U.S. government quietly and secretly whittling uh, away, biding their time for the right moment to strike in the name of justice and doing what's right. But I did a podcast on my geopolitics and empire podcast, uh, maybe last month, I don't recall, with J.J. Cooey who is a consultant for robert f kennedy jr at children's health defense and he works in the he got he, he lost his gig at, at academia uh for uh, having a backbone and telling the truth but he's in in biology and this sort of stuff and he he works with he's worked with he mentioned this and we talked about this in the podcast but he basically says the Neuralink thing is um can't work like they've been trying it with animals and pigs and monkeys, just as you mentioned in the article. And, um, you know, they they, they blow holes, they drill holes into like the heads of the animals, like, I guess the same thing would be with the Neuralink, the principle, and it just doesn't work, you're you're inserting this, uh, you know, the, the, the quote from the Bible comes to mind, iron mixed with clay, which in the end, it just doesn't stick, it doesn't work, iron, like metal mixing with human clay, you know, humans are clay. And it, it it creates doing that like creates infection. It kills the host, and uh, as you mentioned, they 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 had stuck it into the monkey or the pig, and then they're going to reuse that in, in in humans. So, um, and and in the conversation we were saying that this quest for alchem this alchemical quest for transhuman immortality, I think it's it's uh, fruitless. It will never work. But some of these freaks. Uh, elites actually believe it they they've drunken the Kool-Aid <laughs> and um they're attempting it but yeah I think that 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 based on my convo conversation with JJ uh I, I think this article what the US government is doing is is accurate that
2: uh yeah you've got them all wrong Havori they just want to help paralyzed people walk again. Come on man. <laughs> nothing this is totally innocuous it's for the betterment of humankind and no such thing as all uh, good roads uh, i mean the road to hell is paved with good intentions or whatnot um there's a couple interesting things i wanted to point out because yeah this does get scary okay you know we, we discuss and go back and forth what is the virus real or whatever let's just take all the virus and then messing around with the stuff at face value i mean like think of the stand right like you know, the plot of the stand or any of these like, oh, escaped biolab, you know, stories from a movie or whatever. It's always like an accident, right? Um, Usually, yeah, I mean, the story they're trying to play out for us is that it was released on, you know, intentionally, which is bizarre. Um, But like, yeah, I mean, like the human factor involved with this stuff is what used to keep me up at night when I was afraid of this kind of stuff, because we've got one of these labs right here in Albuquerque, I think it's called the Los Alamos National Labs or they got Sandia Labs. It's all, they're all around me. And I, I've i talked to people and I heard they're working on like scary stuff there. And I'm just like, you mean you have like an actual sample of the plague sitting here in the same city I'm in? Well, you know, I hope that's guarded well, you know? <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? So yeah, it, the human factor is what I'm worried about. So they brought up here in their letter that the company has a documented track record of sloppy unsafe laboratory practices. So that's not good. And then there was this, I'd never seen or heard this word before in my entire life. So I have to share it. Uh, PCRM said it found instances that appear to describe UC Davis employees using immediate biohazard training for Neuralink employees following incidents that had caused contamination concerns. On one occasion in April 2019, a UC Davis employee wrote in an email that the university's primate center is at risk for monkey-contaminated hardware. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, but there you go. I, I'm worried,
1: uh, Arrakis, that you don't get, like, drugged and then a rendition in the middle of the night to one of those surrounding labs, and then uh, they start <laughs> experimenting uh, on you. Um, yeah, I mean, we're definitely in sci-fi, dystopian crazy town, and... Look, I mean, go back to World War II with the Nazis and and the Soviets, and we're doing these crazy experiments on humans. And um, the Americans, go back to what, you know, a lot of this stuff. All of our governments are these psycho-eugenicists. The Russians, the Chinese, you hear about the organ trafficking stuff there. The Germans, um, the Americans we're run by psychopaths uh, ruckus so <laughs> anyways we'll catch up with you second hour uh, phone lines will be open give us a call phone numbers at the top of ttradio.live we'll be right back with karen hunt
0: You should hear what Mark Morano is talking about. The gas stove
3: bans have and here in the United States have resurrected their ugly heads Uh, and many states have already moved forward to eliminate gas stoves and new construction. It's just an insane world where we wake up every day and some unelected bureaucrat or executive order or bureaucratic body has decided we can't have gas powered cars. We can't eat meat anymore. We can't control our own thermostat. Uh, During COVID, we'd wake up and find now, you know We had stay-at-home orders, that school was canceled, the churches were closed, all on the edict of someone under an emergency power. The COVID emergency powers, they're going to be ending in May in the United States, which means, hey, the emergency ends. Isn't that great? You can plan Uh, five, six months ahead when your emergency is going to end. And of course, this is all about power and money because the money flow has been unbelievable to politicians and cities and the wealth transfer since the pandemic emergency
0: started. The Mark Morano Show on today's News Talk Radio TNT. A better business tip from TNT Radio. The benefits of advertising on today's news talk, TNT Radio, should be clear to businesses of any shape or size. It can be accessed anywhere, anytime, by anybody, and is the perfect way to build brand awareness and stimulate digital activity. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. We don't talk at you. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up! We talk with you. What do you think of this idea? Let me tell you, this. what's wrong with this picture? From government overreach to the global pandemic, TNT Radio invites you to join us as we separate facts from fiction, truth from propaganda, day in, day out. Call the open line anytime. From the U.S. and Canada, call 1 888 201 6425. From the U.K., call 033 033- And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech has a home on today's News Talk,
1: TNT Radio. Joining me is the one and only Karen Hunt, who's a semi-regular now on TNT Radio. I think we're going to have to start paying her she's a free speech advocate exposing the lies of the media her essays explore the big picture through a personal lens offering insight into this dystopian area era find her on twitter at break free karen and you must subscribe to her substack kh mezek welcome back to the program karen
4: thank you for having me i'm always happy to be here I I was, a I th- I think it was by the end of it, it was over three hours. I was on the boiler room last night and that's the first time I ever went on that show. And I was like, wow, what's happening here? I, I, so- was,
1: I was just going to ask you about that because I was on, uh, Hesher's and Ruckus's, uh, alternate current radio boiler room <laughs> thing, uh, for the first time, I think like, uh, a week or two ago. Uh, and then my my regular guest, Terry Wolf, uh, I hooked him up and he he was with you uh, there. I, yes. I saw parts of it. Yeah. And so uh, how did you like it?
4: It was great. It was fun, you know, just sitting back. It's like, I don't know, we're all sitting uh, around the campfire <laughs> having a conversation. Um So yeah, it was cool. I I enjoyed it. That was just, the time flew by, but yeah, a lot, you know, I'm a, I'm, I always thought I was uh, not a very big talker, <laughs> but um, I, I've kind of been proving myself otherwise lately.
1: <laughs> yeah. You were sitting around the virtual metaverse uh, campfire. Exactly. And I, I just got an invite today to participate in, uh, was it R- Ricky Varandas and Charlie Robinson's uh, infamous union of the unwanted, but It starts at (laughs) 6 p.m. right when my TNT show uh, starts, but... I'm not personally, I'm just not a, a huge fan of, I mean, th- this is all great, this stuff, but I kind of don't like it when you've got like five or 10 or 20 people on. Uh, well, I, I like, you know, one-to-one or, or yeah. maybe three pe- three people. What's your take on that?
4: Oh, I agree. Um, the only thing, because it was three hours, you know, it's like everybody, everybody got a chance to talk, but it's kind of overwhelming. I don't know who has time to watch three hours, let alone you know, participate. But I mean, it, I enjoyed it more just to have a conversation because, you know, we. Sp- I'm a writer. So I spend so much time, like I this entire morning, I was writing furiously, you know, hunched over my computer. So it's always nice to be able to talk about these things or, you know, get out of my own head. And I and so I enjoy that aspect of it hearing other people's uh, takes on things. Um, yeah, so but but I, I always, you know, you, you've you read my Substack. I do tend to like to delve a little bit deeper into issues. Um, so I do enjoy the one-on-one conversations.
1: Yeah, and speaking of your Substack, uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, I, I didn't listen to your chat with Rick. Uh, but, I mean, we've, we've all been talking about this the last week, uh, the AI stuff. And I've been digging deeper with that. Uh, on that, with Terry Wolf, uh, I don't know if during your chat on Boiler Room, he presented his thesis. I, I think he's onto something. That obviously, with everything that they present to us, it's it's a psyop in some way. It's never what it seems. It's uh, you know, partially yes, partially no. There's other stuff going on, and uh, you write in your Substack that we have an, unleashed a monster in AI in conjunction with CRISPR and gene editing and stuff like this. Once AI grows beyond our control, the warnings and science fiction tales of how it will destroy us will become a reality. You can laugh if you want, but too much science fiction has become reality for us to take this possibility lightly end quote. And just this morning, I saw headline Bill Gates talking about how AI is like the equivalent uh, of the internet in terms of what it's going to to do. What's what's your take on the whole uh, AI chat GPT stuff?
4: Well, you know, I, I I am really fascinated by this topic and in a sense of not, you know, it doesn't like scare me or anything like that. I just find it fascinating um, to explore what it really means. And, and when you say it's kind of a psyop and we're, we're never getting the real picture, well, the reason, another reason why we never get the real picture is that because nobody knows the real picture. Uh, you know, the people that are doing this do not know what they're doing either. So it, you know, the whole thing is, is, is just, as I say, you know, unleashing this monster, which we've heard about over and over again in our literature. Uh, Frankenstein, you know, I, I quote in, in, uh, in that particular essay, uh, from c s lewis 's book that hideous Strength, which I think is just a really brilliant book uh, the beginning of the of the book is the all of these you know it, it takes place in a university setting with all of these academics and these big minds, and there are all these just silly little men basically who crave power, who were probably all made fun of maybe when they were in school in elementary school, so they 're getting back at everybody because they 're so smart. Um, but what they do, the first scene is this woman having a dream where, or she's having a dream and she sees this, this very cold, calculating guy with a pince-nez, uh, and a, you know, beard just going, going up to this terrified prisoner and just taking his head and twisting it and yanking it off. And that's the whole setup for this where they are trying to animate this, um, this head, you know, and make it become somehow Put life into it, and I was just listening to what you were talking about with uh, Ruckus j- just previously, and that's exactly what's going on. They're they're trying to, you know, the the ultimate thing is to figure out the life. You know, what is that spark of energy of life, and that that makes creation possible. How do you animate? How do you um, bring bring AI? Alive, you know, and and, and as we, as you were saying, this is not possible. I don't believe it's possible either. But the destruction that they will, you know, bring about as they try will be um, is too is beyond our comprehension, I believe.
1: Yeah, and I, I see a number of threads talking about this. And one is what you just laid out is that, again, you know, they project themselves as these all powerful globalists and. I think so. One important point is what you just laid out. They don't even know exactly what they're doing. They're meddling with the forces of nature and 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 God and the established, you know, cosmic order and and they're doing Frankenstein stuff. And so, definitely, there's going to be blowback from that. It's like it's suicide, civ- civiliz- uh, you know, suicide at the at the civilizational level because, you know, it can be a a Pandora's box in many ways. Like if we look at the nuclear, the invention of the nuclear bomb, I've been looking at this lately with some of my guests. And um, I I believe this Dave Lindorf, uh, who I had on TNT last year, he produced a documentary, which uh, they talk about how I think it was some Americans shared the nuclear secrets with the Russians to create this so they can get the atom bomb, so we could have this balance. Otherwise, the U.S. was going to nuke Russia and basically take over the world and establish a one-world dictatorship. And so, uh, you know, these are the sort of Pandora's box effects that we we get. But there are other threads as well, and we're going to have to jump to our break. We'll be right back. What
0: what, what brings you here? News. News entirely.
1: TNT Radio News. This is James
0: O'Neill with a check of today's headlines. Ukrainian officials and media reported a series of Russian drone and missile attacks targeting the country's critical infrastructure on Friday. Two people, including a six-year-old boy, were killed and several others injured when a car plowed into a group standing at a bus stop just outside Jerusalem on Friday And what Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said was a terrorist attack. Spanish road racing cyclist Estela Dominguez has died after she was the victim of a hit-and-run accident while training why not give tnt radio a follow we're on all major social platforms including facebook twitter instagram gab and getter help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our
1: time right here on today's news talk tnt radio tnt radio back with karen hunt uh feel free to call in chat with us phone numbers are at the top of tnt radio live and find karen on twitter at break free karen by the way uh it's, this is the second time it's only happened to me, uh, Karen. On my mm-hmm. podcast Twitter account this morning, I got suspended for twelve hours Whoa. because I, I simply posted um, the video clip from the Air Force's website itself uh, of them launching uh, the you know test launch of the nuclear uh, ICBM uh, and it's just really weird. Uh, wow.
4: So. All the things that that's, it's crazy. What, you know, wow. For, you got, so you got your first time being suspended. Obviously you've been very careful. I was afraid you're going to say, because I posted one of your essays, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, this is the thing about the AI algorithm ghetto. It's like uh, Brazil, Brazil,
4: yeah.
1: the film, the Kafka esque for mm-hmm. even some random thing. That's like totally legit. Uh, the algorithm and it's, You know demented way just uh you you get caught up in it and 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 then i don't know if you heard about you know lauren southern her parents got banned from airbnb just because they're the parents of this dissident and um you know this is another aspect of the whole ai thing and the chat gpt in your article you're differentiating between dan and then the official chat gpt which (laughs) is like woke um yeah, I mean, th- there are a number of th- different threads to look at here, but, you know, further thoughts.
4: Yeah, and there's always the, you know, like you're saying, the balance when you were talking about, you know, there needed to be this balance between the superpowers. There is something in the universe, some sort of a a law, I suppose, that there, that this balance, you know, positive, negative, whatever you want to call it, good and evil, whatever you call it, needs to be maintained. And so, of course, when we, what happens when we have the, um chat gpt you know the woke version we get the renegade version you know and so this is basically what always i mean i don't know why anyone would ever imagine that they could somehow create this thing that's going to just ultimately you know take over and control everything. It, 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 there, I wrote another piece which I found was really interesting. It was not one of my most popular pieces because it's a little bit obscure, but it's called the Great Filter, um, which um, is uh, sort of coined by um a 1950s well it's the from the ferme paradox coined in the 1950s by the physicist and nobel laureate enrico ferme who you know the big question was well if there's uh, beings in outer space other you know i mean the space is so vast surely there must be other beings then why haven't we encountered them you know with 400 billion stars in our galaxy alone why haven't we encountered them and it's because that you know they they suppose that because we, when once um, civilization reaches a certain level, uh, it either it, it is destroyed or brought down again, either by some outside force or by something from within. I mean, you can see it. Uh, whatever we create, whatever we create, somehow is you know ultimately destroyed, and then it's recreated, you know, over and over and over again. So possibly, you know, we're we're in something like that, and. And eventually, you know, either all of this will collapse in on itself, uh, these these great plans that, the, that these elites have, or, you know, some outside force will collapse it, you know, and then it, w- it will carry on from there, or perhaps all destroyed, <laughs> you know. Um, but we can't keep going on, I don't think, in this vein, uh, without something catastrophic happening. I, sorry to be, you know, a downer, but. I don't see how it's possible, really.
1: Party pooper. You're a party pooper. Yeah, I am a (laughs) party
4: pooper. (laughs) I like the the voice of doom. (laughs) But But I
1: um, I, I wonder how far they can take us uh, along on this dystopian ride, um, you know, in terms of the many films that a lot of us have seen. And, uh, you know, I was intrigued by Terry's view that Mm – some of this stuff is smoke and mirrors you know and they tell us this ai is so powerful but he was pointing out that and i think you were may have touched on that in the boiler room thing where because you're an artist and he was saying that they basically all the all it's doing the the ai art thing uh, and possibly the the chat gpt because it's pulling from text databases from our home computers, probably, that Microsoft, when you use Microsoft Word, uh, people don't know that anything you type in Microsoft Word is sent to Microsoft and probably the globalist, you know, database. And anything you type basically anywhere on your computer is probably being and ending up there. And then they're using that to harvest for this AI stuff. And then uh, Terry was saying that they probably just have these Assets, these library assets of arts and, and and data, and it just pulls from that and then produces you know this image. What what do you think about this sort of uh, thing?
4: <clears throat> yeah, well, I actually wrote a piece on that, so that's why I was really interested to have that conversation with Terry as well, because I had just written a piece called "What Is Art" um, uh, and uh, exactly about that how and it's sort of described as you know Dali is kind of like a somebody that's in just a gray room, and you can give them, uh, you know, pictures, you can describe a beautiful sunset or a beautiful scenery, you can, you know, tell them all about it, but they will never experience it. So, I sort of was relating, you know, the fact that we are emotionally driven. I mean, I am actually an artist, uh, and I was telling how, you know, nobody ever told me to be an artist I just from when I could first pick up a pencil as a little girl, I was just compelled <laughs> to make to draw and I would spend hours upon hours on just lying on the floor of my room, you know, drawing and figuring things out. And why did I do that? I I don't know. But I do believe it was something within me that, you know, that I just naturally had that that, that compelled me um, to do that. And, uh, and so, you know, my art is not something that can be done well, some people's art can be done in a few minutes. I mean, I, I described Jackson Pollock, who you know he threw paint on a canvas. So everybody thought they could just throw paint on the canvas. But if you stand in front of a, of a of one of his paintings, you feel that energy and that and that emotion. You know, no he no AI is ever gonna you know. Uh, drink too much and get in a car crash and die. You know <laughs> that's what happened to him because he was a human being that had all of these emotions and feelings and experiences that he was letting out onto the canvas. And so that sort of you know and do they you know do, are we do we want to we think that we can control you know create something that somehow we can control because would we would we really want? AI having all those crazy emotions? No, we just want something like a slave, in a sense. I I think that's what these people want. But, you know, will AI turn the tables? Is AI actually siphoning? You know, they talk about uh, AI deconstructing, how it makes these paintings or whatever, it deconstructs it and then rebuilds it. Is that not what AI is doing to us? You know, in a sense, you could look at it like that. Uh, We don't really know what the long-term effects of all all of this will be. We have no idea. We don't even understand the brain of a worm, let alone our brains. So how – I give the example of a lab round roundworm has 320 neurons and 7, thousand connections this is from a Christoph Koch PhD chief scientist at the Allen Institute for brain Science. He says researchers have painstakingly mapped and described all those connections but they still don't understand how they work so we don't that's a microscopic worm we don't and we don 't understand our own brains and yet somehow uh, arrogantly. We think we're going to create some sort of artificial intelligence, a, a, another brain. You know, it, it's ludicrous, actually. It is a Pandora's box.
1: Yeah, and it's dehumanizing. I mean, we're not, instead of focusing on the human, uh, you know, it's it's in many ways anti-human, transhuman, mm-hmm. And it's, I, you know, I want art to be within the human domain with, with humans creating art and, and writing. Uh, what am I going to do with these? yeah you know, robots that don't think and they're programmed that we've already seen that they're biased and so
4: yeah
1: you can't you can't really reason with them you can't reach the programmers you know if, if with humans at least you can find the person talk to them email them uh, get them on the phone but um let, let's you can't,
4: you can't get a human on the phone anymore
1: <laughs> oh that that that's true too yeah and with the social credit system uh, I I was listening that now in China if you call someone with a bad social credit score you'll get an automated warning that if you oh, go no. through with the call um you're going to you're you're going to lose <laughs> points. So, points
4: Oh my goodness l- l-
1: l- l- let's uh talk about balloons <laughs> I know you <laughs> were probably talking about that previously but I, I was looking at your Uh, Substack on the China Balloon thing Uh, and and it's Very extremely the first thing That I thought again we've talked about This in in past conversations but I I Love him Patrick McGuhan and the Prisoner and I just thought (laughs) The the, the (laughs) balloon from the prisoner (laughs) I I think that's yeah. I think they're telegraphing that to us uh, Subtly but uh, In your essay you wrote about a previous Essay that you wrote um, I think cognitive warfare and the rise Of neo-Nazism the, the,
4: mm-hmm. Okay, right? I'm trying to and remember what I wrote in this essay. We're,
1: <laughs> uh, you were saying you quoted Just Mirlou, and Oh, yes. I think you and I were, I mean, this was my same thought, what you wrote here. And, you, and and Just wrote, quote, Hitler's psychological artillery was composed primarily of the weapon of fear. He had, for example, a network of fifth columnists whose main job was to sow rumors and suspicions among the citizens mm-hmm. of the countries against which he eventually planned to fight fear began to direct people's uh actions Uh, and so uh i mean you can apply that to this psychological artillery uh, being used against one's own population or foreign population and my view is that um this is whipping up a a frenzy amongst the american populace sort of like prepping them for Mm -hmm. real conflict with china and so i didn't take the thing seriously and you know it it could have been a prod there there was an article written last year from the chinese where they would use balloons to prod enemy air defenses so it could be that too but everyone's doing the same thing the americans are doing it the russians are doing it. the chinese and so what what are your thoughts with this uh, balloon
4: well we have to figure that every time we see something suddenly arise in the news and it's the same thing repeated over and over and over again it's not by chance, so um, you know, uh, the, I mean, I think you know our government. Everybody knows there it was no secret to them that there are these balloons, and and I I vision like I said, I think I said in this essay, I always envision these like Hollywood writers in some bunker somewhere, you know, and they're being kept there. They're not let out unless they come up with the next episode, you know, in this in this crazy. TV this series that we're in. It's like, well, what's going to be the next thing that's going to happen? What's going to be the next thing? There, you know, we constantly have to have these things going on. So, yeah, uh, to, I don't take this seriously. I, in that in that essay, I, um, you know, I put a chart in there, which kind of amazed me, which shows the U.S. versus the world mi- military spending. I mean, we, we talk, we are so fearful, you know, we raise this fear amongst Americans about the rest of the world. But my goodness, the USA spending, military spending compared to China, it's like, I mean, it's outrageous, um, Seven 700, over 700 billion dollars compared to China's like two and a half billion dollars. That's the difference in spending. Uh, That's from 2019. So I don't know what it is right right today. But I mean, consider that and and how they create, I mean, the United States, I I become more and more offended that I'm an American because you can so see clearly if you look how the United States foments and creates these, these wars around the world and they're doing it again with this balloon thing wasn't there just another one to, in the news i was writing today but there was another one that got shot down over alaska was there another yeah, it was, oh, well, it was the balloon. object
1: yeah it was in the balloon God. but it, it's 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 part of the same thing you're talking about exactly. it's just like you know the balloon was the day one and then day two they got a you know stay, it's phase two escalating the psychological propaganda okay. efforts and uh and re- really, I'm looking at your Substack, this picture you put of Biden. I mean, it's scary, actually. His it's smile, scary. it's so creepy. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to jump to our – other guy,
4: Millie. <laughs>
1: yeah, Millie. Uh, I mean, really, this Biden <laughs> freaks me out. Um, we're going to yeah. jump. have to jump to our break. Uh, phone lines are open. Give us a call. Numbers at the top of tntradio.live and follow um, Karen on Substack, K H. M-E-Z-E-K dot com. We'll be right back on TNT.
0: With his expert analysis and opinion,
1: this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. We're living in Cloud Cuckoo Land.
5: A bizarre world where up is down, left is right, and right is wrong. In the extreme left political agenda could not be more clear. Whatever is good and moral and holy must be subverted. Whatever is uplifting and ennobling and unifying must be torn asunder. Whatever unites us must be destroyed, leaving only political differences to divide us, the easier to conquer. Whether in the arts, athletics, education, it's always the same. The left can never build up. They can only tear down. So why is FBI teaming up with the Vatican to cast traditional Catholics in a negative light? Why do those of us who prefer the God-centered Mass of the Ages to the watered-down, man-centered Novus Ordo Mass pose a threat? Because we are a threat. We're a threat to Rome, leading the faithful astray. And we're a threat to Washington because we refuse to bend the knee for any but our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. From MAGAInstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio.
0: Challenging the consensus and debunking the narrative. This is Viewpoint.
6: Big tech companies are notorious for censoring inconvenient views. Any search for a contested topic online, Google and other search engines almost invariably rank the most politically correct views higher. Social media giants will de-platform anyone upsetting the globalists' agenda, even if they are the US president. Big tech employs so-called fact-checkers who attempt to discredit highly qualified experts not towing the establishment line. But when government officials make indisputable errors, the fact-checkers are nowhere in sight. The London-based fact-checking organisation Full Fact has worked with big tech giants including Facebook, Google and Twitter. Full Fact's Head of Communications, Ross Haig, was formerly Head of Communications of the Behavioural Insights Team, the notorious Nudge Unit, which employ psychological techniques to manipulate public behaviours and attitudes.
0: The media isn't silent on child sex trafficking because of the children. It's because of who the customers are. Today's
1: News Talk Radio, TNT. Back with Karen Hunt. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from folks. And um, I saw you commenting, Karen, as well. I think this is an important story. The whole James O'Keefe, Project Veritas thing where they've booted him and There's a trend here now in independent media, alternative media, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I I had a podcast guest. I've I've talked to people who've founded their own, you know, sorts of organizations or associations to fight COVID-1984, whatever. And you're starting to see this trend now where you had Rainer Fulmick and the Corona Committee, which that fell apart. Who's to blame? Uh, you know, we don't have to talk about that now. But you know, maybe it was Reiner Fulmick who, who scammed us. Maybe it was that blonde lady. But the point is that <laughs> it fell apart. And then um, someone else that I spoke to, and and sometimes I think it's like one of three things where it's either. Uh, and, and and so this person told me in one organization they had a board. Well, I get, and then the board can vote you out, and then. That's why you don't have a board, then, I guess, (laughs) and you just fly solo or with an assistant. But it's, I think, part of it has to do with money. So there's people in the group that they want uh, money, or I'm just seeing a lot of ego and narcissism in alternative and independent media. And so part of it is people in the organization who are greedy and want money, or they're egotistical and narcissistic, uh, or the third option where we of course you've got undercover agents you know the story that comes to mind was uh, this was an incredible story reported a few years ago i think it was in the uk you had an uh, undercover uh, undercover government agent would put, which posed as this um you know environmental activist and he became the boyfriend uh, um, uh, of this woman who was one of the you know uh, environmental activists and he posed as her boyfriend for years, you know, until she discovered it. And um, I mean, this is the kind of thing that the government does. So I wouldn't doubt that they've infiltrated any host of these, you know, whether it's Veritas or whatnot. And so it's, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on what, and then Ver- Veritas is the latest example. So
4: yeah. your thoughts. Well, there, There's so many questions about all of this. I mean, whatever happens to all of these whistleblowers, I was reading something well, he wasn't a whistleblower, but um, uh, you know where a lot of these people walk away with a lot of money, and they disappear. They just kind of disappear off the face of the earth. I, I guess if I I was just looking into that today to try and do some look and find some of these people, but like this guy Walker, where where did he go? Like where do they go after that? What happens to them? I mean, I w- I would think somebody like that, like that's the end of his life. I mean, you would think, right? I mean, this is I mean, even if if he was a guy that just really was just trying to impress a date, which people do all the time, don't they? Lie about things to try to impress. I mean, it seems kind of crazy, but you know, that's what he said he was doing. Or if he was a plant, you know, as you say like by the government. I mean, all of these things, you know, the thing is is that more and more the more things that happen, the more things we hear about, the more things we read about, the more we realize we just don't really know anything. And all of these things are beside the point, in a sense, you know, I mean, I I wrote about that, because I I wrote about that, because it's like, it it seemed like the ultimate sort of death of reality. That's what I, you know, Project Veritas and the death of reality. Because, um, you know, People on one side still think one way. People on the other side still think another way. And as you said, there are all of these egos now involved. And a lot of things that started so well, uh, once the money gets introduced, uh, that's when it's no different from from any other institution. The money cor- so often corrupts. I-, I had the experience myself of being thrown out of, you know, I started a, a creative writing program for incarcerated youth in like 1996 and built that whole thing had this board of directors that was brought on by by, by a nun <laughs> and they were all sort of in her team and she you know there was a she wanted to take over the power and they I got thrown out and it was all like Hollywood um big wigs you know so I know personally what that feels like to be ousted from your own organization um that being said um you know, I, I, I understand all the dynamics there, and that, that's like a whole bigger topic. But um, but we, you know, we don't know, even if maybe the board became nervous because there's the other things that we don't know that are going on, you know? So, so we just, we're not given enough information, and the information that we're given, we don't know if it's real or if it isn't anyway.
1: Yeah, and your experience you just mentioned that made me think of, my experience um every single workplace uh where i worked there was this element of people trying to one up the other and if it wasn't for financial it was for again narcissistic ego re- reasons for prestige and, and and status and you know someone wanting to be the more popular you know teacher um and this sort of or administrator or this you know, expert or or whatever um and it's human nature. So that's part of human nature. But as you said, uh, we don't have all the details. And, and, and again, it, it could be something related to um, undercover, you know, the, the government trying to screw up Project uh, Veritas. And uh, we got a couple minutes left. I didn't want to touch on you just literally published a new sub stack. You're so prolific. <laughs> yeah, like Even today. even as you're <laughs> talking to, even as you're talking with me oh, live, you're, you're, t- you're typing. <laughs> exactly. and, and I'm just
4: finishing another one. Hold on.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> you're writing and doing an interview at the same time. And then boom, it's up on your sub stack. Um, you got an article about the, the golden age of uh, vaccines. And, you know, that was another thing I wanted to bring up But time flies, you know, the people dropping dead. I mean, it just keeps happening. Um, uh, this 31-year-old uh, athlete just dropped dead a couple of days ago. Uh, I read about that guy in Qatar, 49-year-old journalist, aneurysm. Uh, my friend's father just passed uh, in his 60s from aneurysm. He worked for pharmaceutical. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he was injected. So, again, it's just like – What's going on uh so four minutes left yeah. uh, any uh you know further thoughts on the Pentagon yeah and the,
4: just... and the and the main thing about that article that I say in the very beginning is that we were t- were were we not told over and over again no, there's no gene editing going on with the mRNA vaccines oh that's ridiculous that's just a crazy idea well, mit. Uh, just is, I say is asking an exciting question. What if you could take a vaccine, not a typical vaccine, one shot that would alter your DNA to provide lifelong protection? And so now we are, we have introduced, um, DNA into these, into these shots that will offer us, you know, how- this amazing magical way that we'll like never have high cholesterol and blah, blah, blah. Again, all these things, the same with AI, these pie in the sky promises. But in the meantime, this agenda is marching forward. They're building, you know, I say like in Japan, they just built, they built a huge uh, facility, 200 million, was it 200 million or something vaccines to be able to produce a year uh, um, before this vaccine that they've, that they've introduced has even been approved. There, they're building this, so this agenda is moving forward. It cannot stop. There has to be another pandemic, you know, or or all of this is for naught, you know. And so. Um, it's 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 a madness it's insanity it's it, you know it, it's it's sort of a destruction as we were talking about before this transhumanist sort of an idea it's actually a destruction of humanity we're, we're committing sort of mass suicide in a sense I think by by doing all these things oh that's really ending on a on a negative note <laughs>
1: hey we gotta tell things see things as they are that's the whole um, point and what what you just sort of mentioned, Mark Malone, who does great work, he was with me on TNT mm-hmm. I think last year, and he was talking about this in his telegram just today that he's he's begging the question, what if they're about to uh, bring together the narratives of World War Three and pandemic, whether you know it's real or not, uh, the the pandemic or or World War thing, it doesn't matter, they're managing the narrative, and then they, and it's just what you mentioned. Gates has warned about it, like a, a bioterror event, radiological warfare. And then that uh, becomes – and he says that's in line with their scenario to continue the momentum to push towards global governance uh, and that you know they, they want to use these invisible weapons. And so, yeah, it's really uh, crazy. We've got about a minute left. Final thoughts uh, for us.
4: Yeah, and I think that you know the one thing that I'm that I'm trying to, that I'm kind of realizing, like you were before, you were talking about viruses and oh, are they real or are they not real? Who cares? Ulti- you know, it's, it's sort of like somebody in religion saying, "Is you know, it, it, does a wafer turn into the Jesus body or not? Who cares? The fact is, something's happening, and so this is what we're dealing with. That's the reality, and so all this other stuff is sort of added on distractions.
1: Yeah, I mean the missiles. Are, it's like the missiles are flying. Like, is are the missiles real? Uh, well, the, the, I mean, things are getting blown up. People, let's. Uh,
4: is there is there a um, virus or not? Well, something's happening to my my body. You know, something's happening to my body. Whether you call it a virus or something else, something's happening. So, you know, that's the reality. All
1: right. I hope you have a great uh, weekend, uh, Karen. Again, f- follow Karen at, at on Twitter at Break Free Karen and. Subscribe to her Substack, K-H-M-E-Z-E-K. com. I'll be right back with Jose Nino. Stick around.